Thank you once again. Let's continue the part two part of a view on violence and oppression or conflict as we all encounter every day. This is part two. So in part one, I talk about, yeah, you can cut the head off and the body will fall or cut the tail off and the main body will wither away from itself because it doesn't have the support or the resources to continue the battle or the conflict. So that was part of the philosophy I outlined in part one. And I understand the, that philosophy or that perspective sounds kind of cool as we sit here comfortably and without any pending threat or violence or danger in front of us. But how can this thing that I'm talking about called resilience help you when you walk out of here and into or back into a situation that is not very pretty or mundane or safe? If it's ugly, nasty, and life-threatening, I'm sure you're asking the question, how can this thing called resilience help me? I'm sure you're thinking that just some level of awareness or even an increased level of awareness you don't think might help you that much. I can appreciate that reaction to this theory that I'm putting in front of you and this thing called resilience from the book, from the podcast, and from these kind of conversations. So I cannot provide you with the armor or the wisdom in applying the philosophy. I can only share it with you. But I can offer you myself as an example, one small data point on this journey to awareness that helps me. If I need to detail my military combat training and corporate experiences and relationships, I've had you know, plenty of jobs and like 20, 22 jobs in less than 30 years, one child, three marriages, three divorces, a stroke, heart surgery, and various stages of employment. I can use that as not a substance, just as a data point or reference points for you to say, okay, this guy has been through some stuff, not probably not as difficult as what you're going through out there, who doesn't have the resources that I have or have had and have wasted. But at least it's something you can refer to as do I have something relevant that you can relate to that might give you some ability to consider my perspective and my observations on things that seem pretty normal, but a slightly different take on these things we're talking about today. But either way, that's just my story. Or better stated, just my version of my history. And we each have similar, prettier, or uglier stories that we could tell about ourselves, right? But I don't think we need to compare for compassion or for competition in these stories that we tell ourselves and to each other. This resilience philosophy that I'm sharing with you and that I've learned suggests that I can focus on what I have beneath the comparison and beyond the competition and beyond the surface of our respective stories and struggles. We can all agree that we have that in common. But also in common, if you can accept a different perspective called resilience, where we have, I'm offering you the idea of just thinking about or observing in your life having more courage than vanity, 
we can also share an awareness of what I call how you define your resilience with the beauty or inspiration, how you define it for yourself in your life. And I'm saying that, suggesting that we can find that definition from the same source or vibration of life. So no matter what you choose to call it or mislabel it as mental or brain power, I always come back to what I consider how we are common and connected at the heart, that heartbeat. So know the intelligence or the energy, the light, the spirit, the God, the truth, that emanates from your heart first and without any color commentary from your head. So for me, take this as a different idea. The engine of you, the engine of me, I say it has two main parts, the heart and the mind. Consider that as the battery of your physical entity. But the heart initiates with inspiration, the spark, the igniter. The mind or the brain dresses up that inspiration for the audience to review, to applaud, or to boo. But then, in the battery cycle within you, that original inspiration, now redressed with the mind commentary, gets refiltered by the heart again. As consistent and as efficient as the heart is, the mind is just as persistent and consistent in redefining the original essence into what is more sellable or revenue generating to the masses. I can understand that might, might raise some awareness to you or some concern for you in this thing called presence and presenting that model to you to consider might seem slow and not as immediately profitable from a turnkey operation perspective. I just say that a turnkey or a Kickstarter like this resilience philosophy I'm presenting to you, it will guide you more into a more sustainable practice, more an applied awareness and presence in whatever you do and from wherever you are. I know it, not that I'm some salient you know, guru on a mountain with some knowledge that you don't have. We all, you all have that. I'm just giving you my perspective of taking a different view. I started out these past two episodes with a view on oppression. And certainly no one wants to experience oppression or persecution or pending death or threats thereof. But I'm, and this is not an answer to get you there, but I do offer to you as guidance or, or an advisory service that might help you to navigate through this each day, each moment that seems dire, seems dangerous. But at the end of the day, no, that's a bad way to put it. Every moment you have life in you, and I keep coming back to the simple yet essential thing, that thing that beats in your body, that heartbeat that generates your entire existence. It might seem silly to go back to that when something in front of you that is, you know, life or death, a proposition to say, oh, I have life. Let me be positive. I know it's hard to do that. But if you go into any situation with that as your default, as your baseline, 
I think that's a positive way to start and to see your, your way through anything that comes across your path as difficult or challenging or hard or in some cases, life-threatening. I will finish this up with a part three on this and hopefully at some point I can tie this all together and something you can take forward in your journey and enjoy the day and the moments you have in front of you. Until then, stay present, stay current. Remember, wherever you are, wherever you are, it's always 820.